Get your films on with the blurs. Once an idea has taken hold of the brain, it's almost impossible to eradicate. Unpacking movies has never been more spot on, woke, fire, and just plain lit. They are lit all the time. So if you're unsure whether or not to plop down some cash for a film, check out the blurs. When a man with a 45 meets a man with a rifle, the man with a pistol is a dead man. Rondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. You really only need to hang mean bastards. But mean bastards, you need to hang. Don't say you weren't warned. Here's Brandon and Jeff. All right. So uh, let me introduce myself. I am Jeff Stewart. I am a filmmaker, writer, photographer, creative, blah, 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 and a avid cinephile and comic book nerd. I am joined here with my main man, Brandon Norwood, who is a, given the, you know, giving the people the, you know, what they want. Uh, he's a phenomenal filmmaker in his own right, uh, a writer with a, you know, he's got a couple of credits under his, uh, under his belt. He knows a thing or two about it, a thing or two. Uh, he's a educator. He's a man who looks like he's going for like quest love 2.0 over here with his Afro. Uh, yeah, and he's a, uh, avid cinephile and comic book nerd too. And we're here to talk about a movie that has been four years, five years, forever in the making. And it is here and we are going to dissect it, uh, shit all over it, burn it to the ground and, uh, reconstruct it. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we bring you uh, the we'll, we'll, we'll call it we'll call it funeral for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the title that, of one of the that, pieces? That's that's that, that's the title of the the comic book, man. Like uh, you know, uh. the Superman, the death of Superman. You know, the funeral for a friend series. Oof. Yeah. So Wrong we, dude to adapt this. <laughs> so we're we're talking about uh, Zack Snyder's. Justice League, not just Justice League. We're talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League, which you know, it's 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 a baller move just to put your name in front of a movie like that. That's some real John Carpenter shit. Uh, so where do we want to start? Where, where do we want to talk about? Well, should we let's let, let's start with uh, let's start with BVS, right? Because th- this is where the whole thing splinters apart. Because you know, Man of Steel people are. They're, they're take it or leave it with that movie, right? Right, right. Okay. I guess we should just start with Man of Steel. All right, yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, like, let's start with the inception of this whole... This whole entire... The, the, DC. The Snyderverse. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. All right. So, I actually... I'm a big Superman fan. You know, uh, I started reading uh, Superman comics when Death of Superman came out. You know, so I was, what, 10, 11? When that series came out, and I, you know, that's what really got me into DC Comics. You know, I was a big Batman fan and everything like that. But, you know, I didn't really know Superman, un- you know, beyond, like, the, the cartoons and stuff like that. I didn't know Superman until Death of Superman. Right. And then, that, you know, then that they put me in Camp DC uh, for the longest time. So I had high expectations for Man of Steel. And I shouldn't have, you know, <laughs> uh, 
I will say this until my dying breath. Zack Snyder is the world's greatest art director. Yes. Like, he makes pretty pictures. Story, character development, all of that other stuff. Uh, he's, he's, to be politically correct, he's sorely lacking. Well, I mean, just to jump in, I rewatched all this cat's movies, starting from Dawn of the Dead till the Snyder Cut. Right. And uh, it's abundantly clear what you just said. Like, dude is a master visualist. But as far as storytelling, not so much. And you know what? His best movie to me is still Dawn of the Dead. That's right? a James Gunn movie directed by... Um, by Zack, Zack Snyder. Snyder. Yeah. And it's before he uh, became Zack Snyder. You know what I mean? He it, didn't it, really become Zack Snyder. Until, until 300. His, right. His yeah. next movie. Which, watching that now, like, I loved that movie when it first came out. But, again, I was like, what, 2021? 20, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Now I'm like, I'm an old-ass man now. Like, uh, watching it now, I'm just like, huh, this is for uh, young young people. You know? Well, I, it's the same thing, I think, that happened with The Matrix. You know, uh, Zack Snyder did some visuals that we had never seen before. Right. You know, he actually used the visuals to impact the story, you know, right, to tell right, the right. story. And we had never seen that before. Like, it's the way he did it. Just like when Trinity in the Matrix, she does the jump and they do that 360 pan yeah. and everybody in the theater. And I, if you're old enough to have gone to see the Matrix in the movie theater, when Trinity does the fucking jump up and they do the freeze frame 360 pan, right? Everybody in the theater went, oh, shit. Yes. Audibly, right? Yes, yes. No, that's something no one had ever seen before. And I think Zack Snyder, the, with the whole entire speed ramping thing. It works there. Uh, right. Like, but that no one had ever seen it right. that way. So that's why we gave him so much burn clout. Yeah. You know, yeah. is because, well, obviously he must be a master storyteller because, you know, he's doing some shit that no one's ever even thought about doing before. Right, right, right. Right. Uh, but if you going back to 300, I read Frank Miller's 300 uh, right right after I saw the, the movie. Same. And you know what? Uh, Zack Snyder's a you know a great visual stylist, but you know, it's panel for panel. Uh, Frank Miller's 300. And you know what, man? I would say it's more. To look at, it's more beautiful than uh, the graphic novel. Like, oh, definitely. At, at parts, rewatching, I'm like, "Fuck, this looks like a moving painting." At parts, and right. like, even the fight scenes are still godly. Where I'm just like, you know, you get that adrenaline, and you're like, "Yeah," you know what I right, mean? Like, right. but uh, but if you look at the story, yeah, like the story, uh, you know, it's it, the, the, the storytelling is it's all right. You know? and, and the low key uh, the, racism the, the, there, the jingoistic uh, uh, like rah rah colonialism. Also, bullshit. He, yeah. he he added in like a few <laughs> Snyder things in that. Like the only real monster in that in the graphic novel was the uh, I forget what homeboy's name was. Uh, not Xerxes, the, uh, the the hunchback. The hunchback, yeah. But that, but you know, in the movie, you got people with goat heads. There's like deformed women. The uh, oracles are all deformed, and they're raping like 
young girls because that's their thing and i'm and it's just like you know that, that that goes as i moved on through his filmography that's what i've learned i'm like Zack snyder doesn't know what's subtle and what's not like he makes his points and it's on the head even right. watching justice league now he's making a meditation about men and gods and it is on the nose like my man's my man's is just not subtle he doesn't know right. how to do allegories right but you know and especially the one movie i would compare once we get into justice league is uh sucker punch sucker punch is ill-informed <laughs> just from <laughs> if, if you wait, I, look. look look sucker punch it is the world's best music video it is like that it is uh but to actually look at it to engage with the story i could see what he was trying to do yeah he, he, like yeah. he was trying to be woke and a feminist like right. i get it he was trying to make a feminist parable but i was just like bro you are not the dude to make this movie because imagine i'm trying to put when i watched it and after i finished watching it i was like let me put my headspace in that of a woman who would see this movie i would be pissed you know what i'm saying right. like bro the main character has on like a Sailor Moon outfit with the skirt up to her like the JJ doing backflips and shit for no reason. Like a lot of the movies just like why? Right. And, you know, I I'm here for it. You know, like it's 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 a. Uh, it's definitely got the motor running. It is, but it's not. I, that's not what the the movie's trying to do. do. Right. And the thing, two things is. uh how I would describe Sucker Punch is it's almost like a 15-year-old Saul uh, Inception and had an anime fetish is like just beats off to hentai and all that stuff. And it's just like, hmm, I can do this and got like $100 million to make that. But the second thing is I watched the R-rated extended cut this time because I've only seen it once before. Of Sucker Punch? Yeah. Okay. Because I-, I remember seeing it in theaters and just vividly. I remember I fell asleep at one point. This is one, during one of the big-ass fight scenes. Right. So that shows you right there and then. And we were on the New York IMAX, the one I love. Okay, yeah, a like a bunch actual, of people. Yeah, like the actual IMAX. The yeah. eight-story eight joint. And I just remember halfway through the movie, there's two 15-year-old boys sitting behind me, and I just remember them saying to each other, this movie's awesome. And I'm like, yeah, this is who yeah, this movie's this is, for. This, this and I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. know your audience. <laughs> but the R-rated extended cut, they have it, uh, a scene in there where John Hamm's character, who, the high roller, whose right. uh, baby doll's being sold to, like her virginity's being saved for the high roller because he bought it and he's going to take her virginity. Right. So he comes in and this was cut out because the MPAA was thought it was too sexual and he's cut it down to how they wanted it and then it just looked like straight up rape and he's like i didn't want that and i wanted it to be like a power play and i was like all right let me see so we see it in context of how it is now um homeboy's still like he he comes in (laughs) and he says like i'm not gonna force you to have sex but by the end of this conversation we're gonna have sex and you watch it and you're just like all right, so homeboy just manipulated her into having sex. So right. this is so not instead of rape, better. instead yeah. of rape it was gaslighting. Yeah, man, and it's just like this is not better, Zack Snyder. Like, you, you, like, <laughs> and and they they did reinstate a musical number because I remember him saying like he had a bunch of musical numbers and mm-hmm. watching it in context of the movie. I'm like, all right, I see what you're trying to do. I get where you're coming from, but this is still just insane on every level. And I think that's going to be a through line through all of the movies 
that we're going to be talking about leading up to Justice League. Yes. Where we say, I see what you were trying to do. <laughs> you just didn't do it. You know? I think Homeboy needs to, and th- as a writer, I'm not proud to say, well, no, I'm not. How, how, let me rephrase that. Right. I'm not ashamed to say, like, as a writer, hey, I need some help with this. Like, this is Word, yeah. this is a story that maybe I need help expounding on. Maybe I need a voice, whether it be yours, whether it be my brother. Maybe it's like, you know, a girlfriend I know who could come in and sit down and tell me, Brandon, wait a minute, this is not right. What you're, I see what you're trying to do. Right. And uh, as a female, this ain't right. Or you could go, even one of your friends you know your regular male friends just say like oh no this is this is not cool this, that's that's what he needs and i don't think he ever has anybody around him to rein him in right right you i know? mean it's you know I, i'm going to talk about your boy uh christopher nolan because i know you love him but tenet I, sucked. right to well, tenant was like we can have a whole entire podcast on how badly tenant sucked but uh i think the same principle that you the just said applies to Chris Nolan. No one stops Chris Nolan. You know, no one's like, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't do this because it's a confusing, b wrongheaded, c you know whatever. Uh, because it's once someone shows any sort of next level thinking, we sort of give them a little too much leeway. Yeah, and I think that's the I think that's the problem with Chris Nolan, and I think that's also the problem with Zack Snyder, because they have proven to do something really extraordinarily well. We think they can do everything extraordinarily well. I mean, I will say Justice League made clear that uh, Christopher Nolan is a much better Zack Snyder because Zack Snyder is like the bro version of right. of Christopher Nolan. But the thing is, is like. There's only three Christopher Nolan movies I absolutely don't like. For the most part, I connect to the characters on an emotional level. Like, I get it. You know what I mean? Because right. uh, the ones I don't like following uh, the prestige and tenant, I just don't care about the characters. The conflict is just uh, not interesting to me. And uh, the storytelling is kind of sloppy. You know what I mean? And uh, for I like Man of Steel, but I wasn't emotionally connected to Superman where because the story I would say Superman and Batman Begins are the same movie like they have the same type of framing device right. same type of narrative thing is is uh, Batman Begins you get inside Bruce you get to know Bruce you understand why Bruce is doing what he's doing uh, Man of Steel it's become apparent now as an adult that that is a Anne Rand Superman movie. Right. And I'm not an injectionist at all, but I understand watching it recently. I was like, I understand what you're trying to do, man. Superman, no matter what, will always do the right thing, even if everybody is an asshole. And I'm just like, you laid that on too thick because everyone Clark encounters in that movie, except for Lois Lane, is a fucking asshole. Right. (laughs) Like so over the top asshole. It's like I'm watching. Like, I remember just getting halfway through. I'm like, yo, everybody's a dickhead for no reason. And I'm like, I get your point, man. Superman's going to save the world, even if the world's filled with shitty people. But like, at some point, you got to take a step back and be like, yo, people want to care about something. And you're, 
it doesn't help when you're already emotionally distanced from Superman. So you know? here's, here's, here's my thing. Like, all right. So the, my Superman in my heart, you know, he does the right thing because he wants to, because he genu- genuinely loves people, people. He right. loves the earth. He loves his adopted home right. in man of steel. It felt like, Oh God, I guess. You know, like, all right, you know, great power, great responsibility. I guess I'll save all these guys and save this village because it's what I got to do. You know, it felt it felt like he didn't he felt beholden to Earth instead of gracious. You know, he he didn't it, it felt like it was an obligation that he didn't really want. Well, I think that also comes back to the like the Zack Snyder himself and the fact that uh, Mom and Pa Kent are like they would be Randians and they are right. Randians because, you know, Pa Kent's like, oh, maybe you should have let those bus full of kids die. You know what I mean? Save, right. Like save yourself. And uh, um, Zack Snyder, I remember vividly reading interviews during when he was promoting Watchmen. He's like, this is these are my superheroes. They're burnt out. They're angry. They're gritty. Like, I could never make a Superman movie. I don't understand that guy. And I remember him. <laughs> I remember him saying, like, if I ever made a Batman movie, my Batman, he would be raped. Like, I vividly remember reading that and thinking, uh, wait, 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 guy, wait, wait, wait let's go back to that. What did he say? Batman would be raped? Because yeah, he again, it comes that tweet I sent you where that one film critic said he liked Josh Whedon's Justice League. I remember him quote tweeting that and said, you like the Saturday morning cartoon. I make movies for adults. So that's the type of dude we're dealing with here right. with his mindset. And I'm just like at certain at a certain point, that kind of thinking is just juvenile, right? right. Just juvenile because you can't. And this is how even as a critic, you can't judge a movie, every movie the same way. Like, I'm not going to judge uh Godzilla versus Kong the same way I judge in the mood for love, right? <laughs> I'm not going to judge uh, uh, Tom and Jerry the same way I judge Nomadland. Like, every right. movie's different, you know what I mean? And the fact that this guy, you like, they gave the keys to the kingdom to this guy because BVS was supposed to be Man of Steel 2. But because BVS, or no, excuse me, because Man of Steel underperformed, right. they said, okay, well, the next Superman movie has to have Batman in it. And this is where... This that, is what, like, we've had this conversation a million times. Yeah, this is they where let, it went wrong. They let they left oh, so much money on the table, and it, as I get into this, let's talk about like they jumped right to Batman versus Superman yes. because uh, Man of Steel underperformed. But if you look at the first Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie underperformed. Yes, you know uh, it made more money than they expected. Right, right, right. right. Uh, so. But yeah, like Superman deserved a second movie. Yes, Batman, Batman deserved his a, own a, his own movie. Right, you know, that's the thing they didn't understand about comic book fans in general. Well, like, just storytelling in general. Storytelling in general, but like we wanted the lead up. You know, we want to buy the next issue. Right. And like we know this is coming. Right. We, like we know Batman versus Superman is going to happen. Well, the thing but is, let's get let's let's gr- lay the groundwork. Let's like Superman. Let's introduce this new 
you know, Batman who brands people, which I, that's not bro. That's, I, yo, that's not yo, Batman. We'll, we'll get that's, into that. Right. But uh, the thing is, too, is like Warner Brothers has been trying to make Batman versus Superman before that for like 20 years. Because right. I remember like Wolfgang Peterson got close in the year 2000 of making BVS. And I remember reading that script and just thinking this movie's a mess. But then you see uh, the BVS we got. That would have been a masterpiece to what we've gotten. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it. it you the thing is, if you're going to do that type of story, not only do we need a, a Batman movie and a Superman sequel, we needed a world's finest where these characters could meet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't necessarily like each other, but they meet. And that's that. And then in BVS, there's a conflict between the two that comes to a head. That's what because the whole thing is riffing off of uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Right. Right. And, and like, like going back, like talking about that, like. Everything that uh, that Snyder has done is influenced by Frank Miller, right? Like his 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 comic book uh, uh, stylings and everything like that. But the thing about the Dark Knight Returns, it's established that Batman and Superman, Superman, they were friends. They were friends before they before but, yeah right. And so that's. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah go, but like, I'm sorry, yeah. I had to jump in with that. No, 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 no. That, that's the point I was getting to is like, yo, they, the thing that comic establishes is that these were two people who were great friends. They came to a head and it just led to a reconciliation that the past diverged. Right. And you're on Batman's side because at that point, Superman is just a weapon of the government. Right. Right. So by, by the time and. Tell me how I'm thinking about this now. Tell me how that fucking story was told better in Civil War than a BVS movie. Uh, right. Like you think about that, like uh, in that situation, uh, Cap is Batman and uh, Iron Man is Superman. Right. And it makes sense because at that point, that was like seven, eight years of uh, buildup yeah. of like relationship yeah, building man. and stuff like that. Like yeah. I remember watching Civil War. And I'm just like, I hate it when mommy and daddy fight, you know, <laughs> it's like because you love both of them. You love both characters. Like, I don't want to stop. And, and the, the funny thing about it is they did Civil War just because Kevin saw they were doing BVS. He's like, oh, shit, we might as well do that shit, too. And they put it out the same year. And it was more rewarding because we have that. Because they up. could. Because they yeah. could do it. You know, because they, they had all of the 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 clout. They had all of the, like, goodwill. Yes. And all of the story, backstory to, like, justify that happening. Right, 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 you right. Know? And so now here we are at BVS. Uh, that movie to me is, and Jason Manzukis said this, it is like looking at and living, looking and living in Russian brutalist architecture. And you're just like, <laughs> okay, I can understand how this is made. I can understand why it's made, but get me the fuck out of here. And for me, the way I would describe it, is being clubbed to death like that. I remember going to the press screening, which was in Dolby Cinema, which Dolby Cinema, the chairs rock because they got subwoofers in the chairs and right. it's in Dolby Atmos. And that fucking shit was so loud. I just remember being, it's, it, seeing that was like being beaten down, like, like Batman and Superman had clubs and just beat me <laughs> for two and a half hours. And I just remembered after the movie was over, I was just like, bro, I would... If I was in a depressed state, I would have went home, filled the bathtub up with water, got the razor blade and just, <laughs> you know, because that movie just makes you feel 
bad at once it ends you know what i mean and it's yeah I, it's, i'm so like emotionally detached like you already know the movie's gonna suck when it opens everything's in slow motion you have that sad ass piano that seeing batman's parents die for like the 85th time in slow motion right you know what i mean and this time it's fucking od violent i mean they showed it in the joker movie and it was a lot more tame right and think about it, that joker movie's dark as fuck you know like, <laughs> and and it's oppressive like that's the mo- way i would describe bvs it's oppressive and superman and batman are just assholes right. throughout i mean i had so many problems with bvs and like i watched the uh, special edition oh the ultimate cut. The, oh, the ultimate cut which didn't redeem the movie right but it explains but it explains stuff like uh my problems with batman versus superman uh, superman is numerous but like why are you gonna kill jimmy olsen yeah yeah yo like fucking like but you don't even give him a name <laughs> like you have to look at the credits it's like oh that dude was jimmy olsen that they executed in afghanistan for some fucking reason um uh what what else did I have a problem with? Like the whole entire, uh, the problem I had with the Man of Steel was the amount of destruction. Oh, bro, bro, he doubled down, right? He doubled down, like Batman. Batman is basically Donald Trump, and he's going because he's you know Superman's an right. alien, and he's going after him because he destroyed like Metropolis. Like, let's be real, like five hundred thousand people died in that, Probably, that oh, battle. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Not more, yeah. So. uh when he's there's there's a part in BVS where he's driving through uh this like warehouse on the docks thing and like bro he is killing people left and right like bro. I was just like bro how the fuck are you gonna do this and you you're going after Superman for what you're doing now and you're using machine guns right bro. Here's, that's another thing like I'm a, I'm Batman do or die baby you know like yeah. I love Batman does not use guns Batman does not kill people you know like. He's the world's greatest detective, you know. He's 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 a martial arts expert. He's a master of espionage, you know. He doesn't need bazookas <laughs> and fucking machine guns. Like it's, it's like it's Chuck Norris. They like cast Chuck Norris, eighties like mission like missing in action. Uh, to be Batman, it, 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 it didn't feel right to me. And my other thing is, why are we going to start off a cinematic universe that at the t- at the time uh, was going to last for fucking God knows how long? But you're going to start this off with not only a burnt out, angry Batman, but an old ass Batman right. with, and everybody else is young as shit. Like, man. I don't actually. I don't have a problem with old ass Batman though. I but not for no cinematic universe, man. Like when 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 we have to establish these characters and remember at the point and this is what really pissed me off was like these were these were the tone and the type of characters that we were doing was going to be for an entire generation. Like an entire generation was going to come up knowing this Batman and this Superman. Right. I was just like, yo, no, no, man. Like, <laughs> you know, like. And that man, I and I feel bad for Ben Affleck because he is a good Batman, just not the Batman he was betraying. You, you know what? Like, I liked his Batman in Justice League, Justice League, right, right, right. better than like B- yeah, BBS. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, speaking of like. 
the color palette, bro. That's another thing that makes it oppressive. Like that shit is just grayscale. It's like, it's just like you painted, you made a whole painting and you made the most beautiful painting in gray. Right. In gray. All the same thing with Man of Steel, though. Man of Steel. Oh, yeah, it was, was washed out. It was oh, so dark as fuck. Yes. You know? Yes. Even when he's flying in the sun, it's like, you know, can we get some pop? And it's like, you know, <laughs> this, blue, this blue and red outfit looking like it just got washed 30,000 times, you yeah. know, just muted, faded colors. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, man. And one, you know, the, the thing is, they had to. People look at that title, Batman v Superman. Then remember, this is not wait wait, 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 It's Batman v, v Batman. Uh, it's v, a litigation. V, v Superman, Donald, Donald Justice. Justice. You got to say the whole thing. And Donald Justice. And the reason why it has the Donald Justice <laughs> subtitle was because Batman, uh, Bat, uh, Superman dies, and WB panicked, and they're just like, people are we. We're putting out a fucking big budget movie and basically like a children's hero is getting killed in the most violent way possible. So he had to add that subtitle, Dawn of Justice, to let people know this is just the beginning. So this is the problem with people not knowing, like the executive not knowing their history. Uh, They could have just done a whole entire series of movies, you know, uh, world without a Superman. Yeah, you know, just like they did in the comics. Yeah, everybody like you can introduce Aquaman, you introduce Cyborg. And you know, they're all you know trying to do what they do. Even the Superman family, Supergirl, right? Steel, yeah. like, you know, you know, Reign of the Superman. Yeah, man. You know, like they could have just created this world without a Superman, and then you know it slowly builds up to Justice League. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, <laughs> but they left all that money on the table. They like that's that's my biggest thing, you know. Beyond storytelling, it's you could have had a franchise that lasted fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. Like we 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 should just now be getting to uh, probably a Trinity movie because I'd still say a Trinity movie should come before uh, Justice League. Uh, okay, you know what I mean? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So that way it makes. You can introduce Wonder Woman in the Trinity movie and give her her own movie. The fact that she was introduced in BVS and she has no fucking reason to be in that movie. No, not at all. Bro, they stopped the movie to have a quick time. Remember quick time? <laughs> yeah. They have quick time. Uh, Videos of like establishing all of these like. Yeah. With the music that <laughs> as she's just sitting there watching videos with the most intense music, like imagine you watching a video with just intense music. <laughs> ima- imagine watching Pornhub and that music's playing in the background. <laughs> you know, <laughs> breaking thing. <laughs> it's like it's not that serious. <laughs> oh, oh my shit. god! Yeah, yeah. Kevin Tushahar is a fucking idiot, though. Because uh, <laughs> for, for anyone who doesn't know who Kevin Tushahar is, he was the head of uh, WB for how many years? Too long. Like my man started off as the guy running every single Six Flags uh, theme park, and because upward mobility in Warner Media still is to this day fucked up, he got promoted from being running fucking theme parks to running a whole movie studio. So that's how we get to Justice League, where Zach makes his Justice League movie, 
And Kevin Tushahar watches it and turns to him and says, uh, this needs to be two hours. Look, if I'm running a studio and somebody gave me Zack Snyder's Justice League and I watch it and uh, by the end of time credits roll, the last thing I'm thinking is uh, this shit needs to be two hours because I'll just be like, bro, this is no way going to be two hours. Like, I'd be like, we could possibly do get it it to three. three. Yeah, Yeah. like a nice three hour joint could could we could put it in theaters because I the other reason he fucked up is like. My man's was going through some shit. Like, right. I hope nobody goes through what he went through with his daughter committing suicide, right? Right. So he had to leave the movie on top of the studio just fucking with him. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's only so much you can take before you just break between a personal crisis and then just constant interference. Right. So they get somebody else to finish Justice League to what they want. And, and y- y- I get that. But why the fuck? fuck would you get Josh Whedon like the last person I would think to get to replace like you look at what Zack Snyder made right. and look at Josh Whedon made like this is the last <laughs> that's 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 why you don't get Ang Lee that's why you don't get Ang Lee to do your Hulk movie you know like you can't like, just, that's, like you know before Marvel was Marvel when they did the whole Ang Lee's Hulk movie I was like they got who to do, they got the Ice Storm dude to do a Hulk movie. Oh no, it's not gonna be good. Well, not for nothing, the action in that joint was elite, though. <laughs> but it was weird as fuck. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> My man's punched the Hulk dog in the nuts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he did the fucking the chicken wing split. And just like, pow, 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 pow. like that shit was crazy. Uh, but yeah, like, but but you had already established. Zack Snyder had already established. You know, Man of Steel. Uh, Batman vs Superman is dark as fuck, right? You know? Right, and you can't bring in uh, you know, Happy Go Lucky as as we knew him back then. You know, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right? And Buffy yeah. and Angel get dark, but like my man's, he never gets as dark as Zack Snyder, right? Right, you know, because like at that point he made Avengers. Like I get it, he made two team movies, but I mean, <laughs> bro, that is. That is some cocaine level thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like they're two different, like the yes, adventures, yes, and Batman versus Superman, or like just like two vastly different movies, like theme, like yes, like everything. You yes, know, wise it is. They are different, so you can't just like, well, he made money from Marvel. Just give him this, you know. Let's give him this, you know, just like how. They gave uh, fucking what's his name JJ uh, Star Wars because hey he did Star Trek and the thing is the thing with that real quick before we get back to Zack Snyder uh, JJ didn't want to do Star Wars right because they begged him to do Force Awakens like for a whole year before he finally said yes and the question that got him was who is Luke Skywalker. And that's a question that he didn't even get to answer. That was what Ryan Johnson answered. Right, right. And the thing is, is like he, I remember him saying in interviews, he's like, bro, I'm a Star Wars fan. I made my Star Wars movie with Star Trek. Why am I going to make a Star Wars movie? Like I already did everything I wanted to do. And and people are pissed at me for for fucking up Star Trek. And I was never a Trekkie. So like. To me, Star Trek, I was like, damn, this shit is hard. Like, and it is. That's JJ's best movie. I loved that reboot yes. of Star I even yes. liked you know, as much as I disliked uh, what was the second one called? Into Darkness. Into Darkness. It, it had some missteps but like if you take it if you take away your history with Star Trek it is it is still a good 
quality sci-fi fun action movie. See, you I know? had this conversation with my brother the other day. The problem with Star Trek in the darkness is it's two different movies rolled into one. Right. It is Wrath of Khan, and then it is a 9-11 allegory. And right. it really should have just been the 9-11 allegory move. There's enough conflict there. Robocop's your villain. You know what I mean? Right, right. And uh, you save Khan and make Khan the main focus of your movie for your next movie. Right. Like that, right. that should have been it. You know what I mean? Because as a, as a through line, that trilogy, because me and my brother during quarantine, we sat down. I have a 4K player, bought the 4K Blu-rays, and we watched them all through right. again because it's been a minute since I've seen those. And just on a storytelling level, through line, like the characters, like you see the growth of every single character in all three of those movies, and it's beautiful. I'm right. like, see, this is how you fucking write. But then the problem is, is like, you just get... Fan service. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's fan, fan service ruins movies because star trek beyond idris elba's villain right bro i told my brother the other day i was like thinking about it that should have been con like how hyped yeah. would everybody have been if you're like yo idris elba's con you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and the whole purpose of idris elba's character in that movie was to get revenge on the federation right so that lines mm-hmm. up with con right right and they're by and the thing that makes it cool is in star trek beyond they're alone they're stranded they got no help no backup so they gotta like figure out like mm-hmm. oh shit we gotta which is pretty which is wrath of Khan. yes which so, is like it's so that should have been that star trek beyond that should have been con right yeah mm-hmm. and you do it it's not copying wrath of Khan because it's a totally different storyline and it would have been awesome right right so y'all yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, but like you know fans are you know, like you know, it's, it's it's fan service it's like they 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 had the successful star trek and there's like all right well what do we do next uh, everybody knows Khan. Let's put Khan in there. It's like, do you? The Star Trek universe is fucking vast. Yes. The original series is fucking vast. You didn't really have to straight up go to the money shot like yes. in your second movie. Yes, you know. Yes. Once again, if they just stop listening to fans, <laughs> I hate saying that, but if you let uh, if you let fans dictate instead of inform your decisions. Then you end up sabotaging your own series. And this is what happened to uh, the DCEU because, you know, BVS was the reaction to Man of Steel and how people complained about Superman snapping Zod's neck and the destruction of Metropolis. Which, by the way, Christopher Nolan, because he's a producer on right. uh, BVS and on uh, all, all, all of them on uh, what's, what's the name of it? Man of Steel, because I remember him saying, he's like, Zach, my only thing with Man of Steel is you shouldn't have uh, Superman kill Zod. And he did it anyway. At the uh, his only notes for uh, BVS was like, hey, you probably shouldn't kill Superman. He did it anyway. Right. So, I mean, the go- when, listen, if Christopher Nolan's giving me notes and telling me, hey, hey man, you probably shouldn't do this. I'm going to trust that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> my man's is uh, like, listen. As, as bad as, because, I mean, Tenet is a Christopher Nolan parody movie. Like, it feels like somebody made a parody movie of Christopher Nolan. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I bought Tenet. I own Tenet just because there's stuff in it I like. It's a beautiful movie to look at. John David Washington has enough charisma in it. Does he have I, charisma? I, I, like, I think so. He died. To me, he was a, just a blank slate. But that's the character. Right, the, the, the protagonist, that, that, that's, fucking, fucking the yeah, protagonist, bro. That's that's oh, why. God damn it, you can't you can't have your main character say not <laughs> once but <laughs> twice. I'm the protagonist. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. 
<laughs> him and Robert Pattinson did make a good team, but like, man, this is I, what it, I'm talking about with Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Sometimes he thinks he's too smart, but yeah, it is, it is, and it's not. And my brother is dating someone who's heavily into physics, and she was explaining it to me, right? And I got lost, and she she got it. And she understood what he was doing, but she was like, it was stupid. It made, it was nonsensical. This is, it was basically a physics movie made by a frat bro. See, that's that's the thing. I shouldn't need a a, a theoretical physicist to explain a fucking movie to me. Right, because Interstellar has a lot of physics, right? But you... It's accessible enough. And... You're rooted in the character motivations. Like you want to see Cooper get home to his kids that whole movie, right? Right. That's and you want to see them save the world. I I don't know what the goal was in Tenet until like my third time watching it. Cause it was like, to stop stop what nuclear material uh, or some uh, bomb uh, or some uh, shit. Uh, it was to stop a theoretical war because they were going to nuke a uh, the MacGuffin, which is called and I I kid you not the algorithm. So they were going to nuke the algorithm and it was going to destroy time itself because the people in the mm-hmm. future, <laughs> the people in the yeah, future, keep on, keep on. the people in the future, mm-hmm. uh, they said the climate control has gotten out of hand. Yeah. Yeah. Climate with the algorithm. <laughs> and they said they sent the algorithm to Andre Sater, that the Russian dude, mm-hmm. to build the algorithm so that way they, he can destroy the world. And they pick him because he's evil and he, he's gonna die Cause he's, anyway. Because he's Russian. Yeah, he's Russian. Bro, and you know what, man? He was like watching a cartoon. And the thing is, like, but he's the only dude who looked like he was having fun. I don't know, man. I don't want to watch a two hundred million dollar movie that also has domestic abuse in it. Because, like, me and my brother, we kept looking at each other in disgust. Like, when Homeboy takes off his belt and puts the cufflinks in the belt loops to make brass knuckles, I'm like, bro, why do you need to beat a bitch like this? And then he later, when he beats her again and he spits on her, I'm like, bro, I don't want to see domestic violence right. in a two hundred million dollar blockbuster. You know what I'm saying? Like. Elizabeth Debicki's beautiful. The last thing I want to see is her getting beaten by Kenneth Branhaw of all people. Wait, wait. Let's, let's for the audience. We don't want to see any woman get yeah, beat yeah, that, by that, Kenneth Branhaw. Uh, I don't want to see any woman get beat in general. But like, like again, movie by movie basis. Like, if I'm watching an Oscar drama, then you know it, it's going to be dark and gritty. But, right, right. but like, bro, you're, you're making a movie where shit's moving back in time. It's a quasi James Bond movie without the fun of a James Bond movie. <laughs> right. You know, it's taking itself so seriously, and it's just like, what what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, and the thing is, he had, and this is funny, he got a rapper to do the theme song for the movie, and you would think, hey, Christopher Nolan, I'm gonna have some fun with this. Let's do a opening type Bond sequence because right. that would have been perfect for when he. Uh, Eats the cyanide pill at the beginning, right, right, and right. you launch into the opening sequence. That'd been cool. Nope, save for the end credits. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's let's get off of how much we hate Tenant and, and uh, go back to like the, the hating uh, <laughs> Justice League. Yeah, man. Just, so Justice well, we're still on Joss Whedon. So Joss Whedon, you know, he. I remember going to the press screening of that movie and I had no expectations just because at that point I knew what I was getting into because Kevin Tushahara said movie has to be two hours and I was like all right two hours to introduce 
all three these- new heroes and these are iconic heroes on top of being a sequel to a movie that had to be three hours with just two characters right so i already knew it was going to be a mess so when when the movie was over i was like okay i don't hate it i don't love it it didn't make me angry you know what i'm saying it because it, because just like uh, you know being in a bad relationship you were just you were done yeah like you were just spent yeah. you were just existing yeah it, yeah it's it's like like you say, WB's the cheap play, man. They don't they're not in the foreplay. They're not into like <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Exactly. They're not they're not into oral. None but, of that. There's nothing about sleeping like, sleeping with WB is just like a two what, pump chunk. It's like I just gotta get it done. Yep, two just pumps and get it done. in. This <laughs> is like, did you come? No. All right, cool. It yep. right. doesn't matter. I came. Like, <laughs> like we're 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 the female in the situation where we're just like, wait, that's it. And he was like, like, yeah, yeah. Is you gonna kiss my neck? Nothing. I was no, like, no, no, not gonna. We're not gonna nah. get nasty with it. Like, you're not gonna lick my neck. You're not gonna like. You like know. <laughs> do you like, even know my name? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was. All right, and so here we are after. A fan campaign by the worst people on earth. You know what I mean? Because, bro, stating your opinions about any Zack Snyder movie online, you'll incur the wrath of some of the worst people on earth, and I mean worst people. I, I'm surprised. Like, I'm, are we even putting this out, or is this just for us? Oh no, like, we're putting it out. Listen, I, we, I've dealt with it already, and my thing is too is like. To the people who are listening who love Zack Snyder, like, grow up, man. These are fucking movies, man. Like, at the end of the day, I got other things to worry about. Like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I got bills to pay. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? And you coming and attacking me and calling me names and this and that, it's not going to make me like the movie more. It's just going to make me hate it more. Right. You know? So you're not doing anybody any favors. And we could all, and me and you, we both know somebody who loves these movies and, and to him i'd say grow up you know like right. at, at some point you got to grow up and realize like these are movies and this is the same for Zack snyder as a filmmaker and i've learned this very early not everybody's gonna like your shit and that's fine you know what i mean like some people are gonna like it some, some people are gonna hate it and you know what you just gotta roll with it you gotta say well you know you did what you did yeah and let's go move forward yeah, yeah. man yeah, man, like David Ayer, I remember he was getting shared on for Suicide Squad, but like, like he said, he was like, listen, it is what it is, you know, because, again, WB, they fucked up there. And honestly, I would have rather seen the Ayer cut than I would have seen the Snyder cut because I could see what he was trying to go for. Like that first Comic-Con trailer that came out for Suicide Squad right. is not the fucking movie we got. Yeah, I mean... God, and it makes sense suicide for Suicide Squad to have that tone and be R-rated because those are super villains. Right. It's a totally different vibe. Yes. Like, everybody's supposed to be an asshole. Yes. You know? Like, you, you, you're kind of rooting for everyone to die. Yes. You know? And as much as Jared Leto gets shitted on, I feel bad for him because Homeboy was supposed to be the villain. Like, in the third act, it was supposed to be the Suicide Squad versus the Joker. And, right. like... Homeboy got like what two scenes in the final product. So I like, think I think the music video for Rick Ross's Purple Pur- Lamborghini <laughs> had more of the Joker in it 
in the fucking suicide squad, <laughs> you know? So the fact that they don't, I mean, at this point, what does it hurt to put out the air cut? Because WB said they're not going to do it. I'm like, fuck it. At this point, you guys, you guys caved to the worst right. people on earth and put out a four hour Justice League movie. You might as well just put this shit out. Right. Here's, here's the thing. This is why the United States doesn't negotiate with terrorists, <laughs> because once you negotiate with terrorists, everything is fair game. Yes. But you can't release the Snyder cut yes. and just take a hard stand on the Ayers cut. Yes. You know? Yes. It's like, no, man, you caved. Yes. Like. Yes. So here we are in the middle of the pandemic with the four hour two versions of it. A four-hour Justice League movie. Uh, I watched both versions. Right. Uh, there's a. If you guys don't know, there's a black and white version, and I shit you not, I'm, I'm trying not to laugh here. It's called Justice's Gray Edition. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is formatted for four three because, and if you're, I know a lot of people are like, why the fuck is it in this square? It's because he pillar boxed it. Because, because it's supposed to be IMAX. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And there's only like a handful of IMAXs in the world. The one that we go to is one right. of them. There's only a handful of IMAXs that can be shown that way, where the movie can be shown that way. And guess what? When you buy shit on DVD and they keep the IMAX formatting, you know they crop it to 178. It's not the full 143. They don't, right. they don't pillar box it because they want to recreate the IMAX experience at home. So... When you watch Dark Knight on 4K Blu-ray or even Star Trek in the Darkness, when it takes up that full screen, that's the IMAX. And then when it goes back to Letterbox, that's the normal shot stuff in 30, uh, regular 2.39 aspect ratio. I, I don't know why you would pillar box a whole fucking movie. Like even Hunger Games, the second one, if mm. you buy the Blu-ray, they keep that arena sequence in full IMAX. It's in 1.78, so it takes up the whole screen. Because there's Blu-rays that do keep that IMAX uh, right. aspect ratio. Uh, some of them don't. I mean, they did the same thing for Wonder Woman 84. Yeah, you know, like. yeah. when they streamed it. when it, I remember watching it on uh, Christmas Day on HBO Max. That opening sequence and then the last sequence were shot for IMAX. And they kept the 1.78 IMAX aspect ratio. Gal, uh, Patty Jenkins didn't pillar box the shit because right. it's fucking stupid. If you want to recreate the IMAX experience for home... You have to just crop it to what the TVs can do, right? Right. You can't. There's no way you can recreate an eight-story image and and decide, hey, I'm gonna pillar box this because then people are missing the entire point. Like Zack Snyder doesn't understand IMAX. I remember watching a behind-the-scenes of him explaining IMAX. The bat signal was at the top and right. Batman was at the bottom. I'm like, bro, for you to see that whole image and process that image, you have to be sitting literally in the last row of the IMAX or else you're going to be looking at that and you're going to be like, you're, you're just going like, to see. Like, right, yeah, you're just going to be looking up and down. Like, just like, oh. You're going to see the middle, which right. is just going to be clouds. You're not going to see Batman, who's going to be at the bottom of the frame. And you're not going to see fucking the bat signal, which is going to be at the top of the frame. Homeboy does not know how to. Well, well, no one knows. No one knows really how to use IMAX. Well, IMAX. The best uses of IMAX are used for action and immersion, right? right. Not for like information. Not for talkies. Yeah, yeah not yeah. for information. Like uh, I saw, I did the dumbass thing and went to the one we we uh, love going to, the eight story IMAX, right. which is the biggest IMAX in North America. Uh, 
Lincoln Square to see Tenant, you know, because there I wanted to see that building blow up. So you went you, where you saw that in IMAX. Yes, Man. and and I, the whole time I was watching it because I ate a couple of edibles because I was like, I'm not I'm not going to be sober for this. I, I don't give a fuck. You're not going to understand it anyway. So it yeah, matter. exactly. So I ate a couple of edibles and I, then I just started to take it in because at this point it would have been like. A long ass time before I was in a theater, so it's overwhelming to see a movie to jump right back in. So, and remember, I'm sitting in where I like to sit, which is the last row of that theater. Right. So I'm taking it in, and I realize how Christopher Nolan's framing for IMAX. He frames so all the information's in the middle, and then you get all the cool shit that's not necessary, not needed, right at the top and bottom, right, right, right. So that way, like. He immerses you in the action or he immerses you in the aerial shots and you're not missing anything from the story. <laughs> I don't I, you I, watching this on my TV yesterday in black and white. I was just like, there's a lot of shit where it's just framed like a normal movie. And seeing this on that IMAX, I'd be like, bro, there's just no way you can watch this on an IMAX screen. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, and enjoy it. Yeah. And the thing is, I sent you that thread, that Twitter thread of people. There was a dude who scoured ever since 2017 because BV uh, Justice League shot like three weeks after BVS came out. Right, right, right. And that's when they were told him like right before they started shooting. I remember the reaction was so negative. They were just like. Look, nigga, you gotta you gotta lighten this up. very quickly. They're like, yo, we gotta we gotta lighten the tone very quickly and put some jokes in there. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh man, this is not good. Cause I remember Kevin Tushahara, he's like, we have three silos. One's gonna be Lego, one's gonna be Harry Potter, and one's gonna be DC. And our DC movies are gonna be serious and no jokes. And I just remember everybody's like, sure, okay, all right, sounds like a bad idea, but and guess what? All three of those silos are dead, right? Because Lego's at another studio about to be made by Paramount, I think. Uh, Paramount uh, or did, Universal. Did they, oh, they moved? Yeah, they, they, well, I mean, they ran that franchise in the ground because we got, like, five movies, like, back to back to back. Because they're cheap, they're cheap and easy, yeah. Harry Potter, I, I when, mean, I, when I go see a movie called Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them. I'm, I want to see some Fantastic Fucking Beasts. Yeah, yeah it would be nice. Not, yeah. not no, like, grayscale, like, dark world-building mythology. Like, bro, the fact that this is covering the Wizarding World and not the Fantastic Beast says everything. And now we, you have to deal with J.K.'s problems on top of that. Like, I'm a Harry Potter fan. Right. So, like, the fact that, like... That, the she's, that she's problematic. And, yeah. and a turf, and she can't even write her own mythology right like she's retconning her own shit in these movies it's just like okay and so now you get dc and like even dc it's just like again kevin tushahar is an idiot but yeah we like so justice league yeah because we could talk about like dc like in general warner brothers fucking up for months i mean yeah yeah it's very clear that uh, we needed an Aquaman movie, we needed a Flash movie, and then you could you could get away with having Cyborg's origin story in this version. Yeah, like we'll get to that, but like Flash and Cyborg are actually the two best parts yes. of, of this Justice League yes, movie. Yes, yes, yes. You know, they're yes. the act, they're the two people I actually care about. Yes, throughout the whole entire thing. Yes, like. I remember because all this stuff's coming out about the movie now, like every day there's a new article and just how shitty WB is. And right. I just remember one of them was like they didn't want an angry black man to be the anchor for this movie. And it's just like 
Well, he's angry for a reason. Like, right. my man's is like a mother box. Like, he was dead, and his dad reanimated him out of alien technology. Like, I'd be a little pissed, like, too. I do not have a dick. Yeah, man. Like, I, I can float, I can fly, but I do not have a dick. I, I'd be angry, too. And right after I, uh, right before he died, they show in slow, I mean... <laughs> It's the same. <laughs> oh yeah, they shoot it in slow motion. Yeah, the, the, the entire fucking football game, like him, uh, uh, cyborg carrying the entire Gotham University team on his back, like almost literally on his right. back, and it's a beautiful sequence. But yeah, his dad wasn't there, so like I get why he would be bitter and angry. Like yeah. that. I mean, again, racism, right? But, but like, <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, man, it, it like, I it. I don't understand just from how a storytelling standpoint how you would watch that and say, okay, this needs to be two hours because this is just impossible. Right. Like if I'm if I'm hired and somebody showed me this movie and is like, hey, I need you to make this two hours, I'd be like, look, man, my best advice to give you is just to cut this down to three and just put it out that way. I, right. I, there's nothing I'm going to shoot or write or anything that's going to make this better just because it's shorter. You guys took some shortcuts here and like. The, um, like the stuff to make it good you should have did in movies before this right so and the fa- the fact that we start off BV uh, Justice League with the death cry of Superman and then leading into 20 fucking shots of Batman riding a horse <laughs> over a mountain I mean I remember watching this yesterday and it might have bro it might have been the edibles or something but like I just remember this shit was just taking too long because like, I was like if I'm gonna watch this again I'm not gonna watch it I, like the first time I watched this sober and that right. shit was hard enough so like the second time I'm like fuck I'm, not, I'm gonna watch this again I'm, I'm gonna have some fun at least for myself so like I remember sitting there and watching it with my brother and I'm like bro this is like 10 minutes of Batman just this riding just like just ride <laughs> Batman on a horse <laughs> goes to talk to Aquaman and then you have that and it, all right, so he goes to talk to Aquaman. Aquaman, I'm sorry. Aquaman tells him to go fuck himself. All right, and then we get the you get the the, the, the Icelandic the, the Icelandic, <laughs> Icelandic choir singing him off and sniffing his under, sniffing his sweater. Yeah, <laughs> Bro, I was just like, and you know what, man. This movie could have been very good if Zack Snyder had reined himself in. Like just this, a little bit. This guy cannot, like, and I just realized, that. I was, like, halfway through watching it yesterday, I was like, yo, the only way you, you the only way to control Zack Snyder is just to let him go full Snyder. Like, you just gotta let <laughs> you gotta him. go full Snyder. It's, it's, it's like a virus. You just gotta let him go, man. You know what I mean? You just gotta be like, all right, it's here. Just let it do its thing. It'll be out of your system. Take some antibiotics, and, and my antibiotics were edibles, and just didn't. You just got to hang on. Just got to hang on. <laughs> like, as soon as that Iceland... And that's like 10 minutes into the movie, that Icelandic singing. Yeah. Also, this- it was beautiful. It was... Yeah. Up, it, it, up it, until it, that point. Any other movie, that would have been a beautiful scene. But it's like, oh, okay, well, this is where we're going. And then we cut. We cut right to Metropolis. And Lois Lane getting coffee in slow fucking motion in the oh, rain. Oh my god, the needle drops in this movie. Because that's the first needle drop is Lois Lane getting the coffee with the fucking awful needle drops. Where I remember she she goes up to Superman's statue looking on it all sad and pensive, and right. you just hear over the soundtrack. 
They said gods <laughs> would help us, but they lied. And I was just like, wow, talk about on the nose, huh? All that, that was super on the nose. And I looked at Trey, and Trey's like, yeah, I know. Like, Trey likes the movie, and, like, I get why people would like this, but he even admits, he's just like, yeah, Zack Snyder, he's on the nose. That's the only type of, like, he wants to be smart, but homeboy's on the nose. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, Look, and let me preface this by saying, I did not hate this yeah, movie. I didn't either. I didn't either. And that's not because I went into it wanting to hate it. You know, I didn't want to feel the way I did after BVS. That's my only thing. And did I feel that way? No, no. Miles from it. Yeah. Like but. I like I enjoyed like once I stopped trying to make sense of things <laughs> <laughs> and just let the movie take me on the table, you know, like knock the candles off and the wine glasses like if it. Just, it just took me with a passionate embrace and let it do its thing to me. Yeah. It was like, you know what? I didn't hate it. It's just the pacing of the whole thing, too. Like, bro, this did not need to be four hours, especially with the 30-minute epilogue that just I'll kept going. We'll get to the epilogue. Oh, my God. In a, in a minute. But, like, I was having this conversation with someone the other day. And we were talking about this, this cut of the movie. And I said to them. I don't know exactly what was different, but I just know it was longer. You know, like I like they got rid of the whole entire Eastern European family bathtub yeah. bullshit. <laughs> but like, I or the opening, the opening of the Whedon Justice League was awful with Batman on the rooftop with that Robert. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> With the with the banter, <laughs> like you know, was, if I was Kevin Tushahar watching that movie, I'd feel like uh, it's like I made Job from uh, Arrested <laughs> Development. I made a terrible because <laughs> <laughs> nothing in this movie was as bad as the shit that Josh Whedon put in. Because some of that shit, I was just like. Wow, man. You, you, you know what? And I could say this. Zack Snyder has a much better eye visually than... He, he's, a com- he's a command of the frame. He like he knows how to like... Yeah, yeah. He yeah. knows how to make a pretty picture. Because you look at Josh Whedon shit and it looks like TV. It just looks flat, overlit, just... The suits look ugly and at least right. Snyder makes the suit looks, look pretty. Like, um, yeah, man. Uh, the, the only thing that he should have kept the two things is uh when aquaman goes back into the sea and it has that awesome shot of the waves coming right. over mm-hmm. him he should have kept icky thump and the reason why he changed it is because you know joss whedon used it right and then the only other thing he should have kept was uh batman being one step ahead and having lois lane be their secret weapon because remember right. when he in this version when he gets attacked it was he, like sort of like a they, it was a mistake that she like a yeah, happenstance that yeah, she showed it was up. a it was a big big <laughs> coincidence and right. I'm just like oh Jesus Christ you know, come on man Batman's a master tactician so the that makes sense world's greatest detective. right so at least that's two things Josh Wheaton got right, right. actually I'll give him three things because I did like Superman in the normal suit coming in at the end he's smiling having a good time saving the world right. and this one he's in the black suit just to pay homage to the death of superman but you know what i love i love the resurrection suit dude uh, man like i love the resurrection what was the, what was the purpose in the movie what what was the p- uh, the purpose in the movie is, there's no purpose in yeah. the movie but it's like, it, like but if you go to the comic book you know which 
you know, they should have just built up the whole entire resurrection of Superman. They had a whole entire story. Uh, if you go for the comic books, it, the resurrection suit is from when he was in his Genesis chamber, when he was being right. revived, right. and everything like that. Right. I just, I love the suit. It's not, but but it's not. It's the, and they're to sell toys, it. right? Right. This is like when uh, Wonder Woman in nine, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. She wears the uh, armor from uh, Kingdom Come. That's a great graphic novel. Right. We get why she's in it in Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come should absolutely be like an Elsewhere's World movie. Um, it shows up in 1984. I was like, "Oh, you guys did this to sell toys." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, and well, let's not talk about fucking 84, man. 1984. Like, can we do another podcast on how bad 1984 was? Oh, I mean, if people want, we'll come back and talk about that. that oh right? my god. Oh. When she's surfing on missiles and shit. Bro, I had to watch that twice because I fell asleep 15 minutes in the first time. So, uh, the fucking the, the non villain, the wish master bullshit. Oh, God. Yeah, DC, DC. But Ugh. yeah, back to Justice League. Uh, Yuck. Um, man, it's just stuff like that where Snyder gets in his way. Like, even Flash's, the Flash's intro, it's beautiful. It like, is. It, it is so. Beautiful and a great use of slow mo. Yes, until we get the sesame seed. Oh, and, and then like it's a little creepy that Barry, instead of saving this girl's life, like I get it, she's hot, right? But my man, you should not be caressing her face as her head's about to be split open five ways to look, Sunday. Look, you know what I'm saying? It was a cute romance. It was not rapey, as it's not as rapey as uh, Wonder Woman <laughs> raping uh, <laughs> the. Steve's ghost body. Can I just say this real quick too? Yeah. Had that been a woman instead of Steve Trevor, like bro, we would not. They'd still be mad about that. Oh, still yeah. be mad. Like that's straight up rape, right. right? And had that been a woman, bro, we would still be hearing about it today. So, uh, for those of you who haven't watched 1984, how they bring back uh, Wonder Woman's ex or whatever dead uh, boyfriend is his ghost. And in, in, in habits, <laughs> uh, so her her dead boyfriend's ghost ghost dad's somebody's body, <laughs> and then she proceeds to go on adventures with him, and then you know they have sex. They have sex, but technically. That dude's not the, there. That dude's not there. It's like he Steve. he could not give consent because he's wherever displaced consciousness goes. And two things about that: you already made me buy a magical wishing rock. Why didn't you just <laughs> bring him back? Right? Why didn't you just bring him back? That makes no sense to me. Why not just bring him back? Right? And then two, at the end when they're in the Christmas village, she just looks at him like, "Hey." You know what right. I mean? Like, I, if that was me and like a woman, I'd be like, uh, you know, it's, it'd be a little weird because I'd be like, I had sex with your naked body. I know what you look like <laughs> naked. And, you know, I kind of violated you. Oh, uh, it's it's the it's the superhero version of I will destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great show. And yeah, I would I never make. Yeah, oh that. my god! Yeah, I love that show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's like. Man. Like looking him straight in the eye. <laughs> was like I know what I did. Oof. Nobody thought that shit through. <laughs> you know what I'm Nobody thought that shit through. Nope. Not no. once. Uh, Not, so but back to back to justice. <laughs> <laughs> 
everything D- DC did this year. <laughs> DC really 2020 their slate of movies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Suicide Squad will be good just because it's James Gunn, and I yeah. trust James Gunn. I'd like, and the early word is the movie's amazing. So James Gunn doing weird shit is what made Guardians of the Galaxy fantastic. Right, right, right. You know, like just let James Gunn do James Gunn. Well, see, that's one I'm gonna go make sure I see in IMAX because James Gunn said, "Oh yeah, we shot with these IMAX cameras, so it's in IMAX format." Right. The trailer alone is just, let's forget about the content. Like, right. there's shots from that trailer I would take in, like, frame. I was just like, bro, this movie looks amazing, just visually. Yeah, and it's going to be it's gonna be weird. It's going to be funny, yes. but funny in the right way. Bro, the dick joke that they were doing, like, <laughs> he's like, if, if this beach was full of dicks, I'd probably eat them all. He's <laughs> <laughs> coming from a dude wearing a big-ass silver helmet. <laughs> Yeah, so I can I cannot wait for James Gunn's <laughs> Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. I think DC should just do that for all their movies uh, from now on, like Patty Jenkins, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, you know, nineteen ninety five with no rape, with no like, like now with no rape. <laughs> that should be a tagline now with one hundred percent less rape. <laughs> Uh, uh, we was, should not be laughing about. Yeah, no, the, it's not the rape that's funny. It's, it's, it's just, just a, the fact that you know a major studio never it never crossed their mind. It never crossed the mind of Patty Jenkins is a smart woman, right? And that never crossed her mind either. Chris Pine is a smart dude, never crossed his mind. It's just like the fact that nobody stopped and said, "Hey, the logic here is fucking awful, right. and this is just not." Politically correct. And honestly, they just could have cut it. Yes. They could have cut the scene. Yes. And, you know, it, it's a cute ghost dad moment. It, you know, it, like, like, cute, like, you know, she, the dead lover inhabits another dude's body. All right, cool. They go on adventures. She still put him in precarious uh, situations, but at least it's no, it's like, it's not a serious violation. Unless he died. But they still, I mean, they still eating his food. They still taking the toast. This nigga's in bed eating his pop. He's like, these pop tarts are good. I'm like, damn, this nigga's eating his food. (laughs) Wearing his clothes. I was like, he moving in. He's like, moving in. (laughs) Squatters rights, baby. (laughs) Squatters. Possession's nine tenths. Uh, oh, I got, uh, WB, I got a pitch for you for a movie. <laughs> it's about a ghost <laughs> that moves into someone's body. <laughs> it has to go <laughs> get through litigation and get him kicked out. <laughs> I mean, we might as well. There's a Batman v Superman. It's not even versus. It's just V, like a fucking. That's like some like family court type. Shit. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, but I, oh, um, I think WB should just like go real weird with it, you know, like with how they did with Joker. Wow, Joker is pretty much a king of comedy remake. Yeah, they should do that with all their movies. They they should do a Lex Luthor movie. Oh, it's yeah. just a remake of Wall Street. <laughs> But the mountain of cocaine, <laughs> right? They should have them do the whole greed is good speech. Yes, yes. Uh, fucking uh, remake. Uh, I don't know. Good. Like, what, what other uh, mobster movies? Good. Goodfellas. 
What, who, who with the, the penguin? With the penguin. Yeah, Goodfellas is the penguin. Uh, Kramer versus Kramer is Batman versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> also, could we just real quick? How much of Clark is a psycho that he jumps into the bathtub with his fucking shoes on? I'm like, you're a gross motherfucker. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so gross. That's so gross. <laughs> you you walked in five types of dog shit. Yeah, Walk. man. Like that. That's ew. Like if, like if I was Lois, I'd be like, uh, uh, we're gonna rethink some things in this relationship. Also, the pregnancy test. Yes, I was just about yo, to bring that up. Yo. The box, the box that says force majeure. <laughs> I only buy force majeure pregnancy. pregnancy test condoms. You know, it's just act of God. Sometimes shit happens. Oh, the fact that it said force majeure, I was like, oh, Zack Snyder, you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, oh my shit. god. I, I yo, at that point you just gotta be like, all right, man. <laughs> By the way, do you know what that was going to lead to? What 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 was what? So Lois is pregnant there. Right. And it, the original the original script was Superman was going to get cucked by Batman. So, so fuck you. While, while, no, fuck, while, while, you. while, while Superman was dead, yeah. Lois found comfort in Bruce's arms and she was pregnant with his kid. And by the end of the trilogy, because that's what turns Superman bad and what makes him go under the anti-life equation. So by the end of the, uh, fi- as he called it, his five movie trilogy. Hey, fuck you. That's not real. That's Bro, not I swear to God, I swear to God. At the end of the five movie trilogy, there we go. He was gonna say, "Hey, I'm not your dad. This is who your dad is." And he's gonna take him to the Batcave and say, "Like, we need another Batman because Bruce dies at the end of whatever this was going to be." So imagine hearing that. Like, if if Zack Snyder came to me and said, "Like, this is going to be the end," I'd look at him and be like, "Are you smoking crack? Like, are you fucking high?" I was like, "You're going. We cannot do this. We so, cannot have." Fuck it. So he changed it, right? So what is now? <coughs> so if we continue down this road and the Snyderverse continues, uh, Lois is pregnant with Superman's kid, right? And so what makes him turn to the anti-like e- equation is that Lois dies, right? And Bruce could have saved her, but he didn't. He didn't. De- he decided he wanted to save himself instead of saving her. So he turns evil. So by the end of this whole saga. They take him. It's still the same thing. They take him to the Batcave and he's like, yeah, we need a new Batman. You should be Batman, son. And he, 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 apparently uh, Bruce and uh, not Bruce, uh, Clark and Lois's kid has no powers, even though in the comics, uh, their son is Superman. Like they're Superman together. He's right. Superman like Jonathan Kent's Superman. Clark Kent's Superman. There's two Superman. And Jonathan's more powerful than Clark because he's a hybrid. He's half Kryptonian, half human. Right. Let's let's talk about my man Darcy. Dar, the, how, how do they pronounce it? Dark side, darks, darks. Or wait, Dasad or dark side? Dark side. Okay. All right, let's talk about dark side. Right. How this dude, it, you know, like they introduce him as the big bad, you know, instead of just uh, Steppenwolf. In this, let's talk about how dude has a whole t- gets his ass whooped on planet Earth, loses his loot, and just forgets. Where planet Earth is for two thousand years? Bro, that's what I'm saying. He picked a pretty precarious time to come back because there's a whole span there where 
there is nobody protecting Earth. There's right. no Superman, no Green Lantern, because they show Green Lantern in that battle. Right. Mm-hmm. The old gods are basically done. Uh, it's just Amazons and Atlanteans, and and they're 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 beefing. They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're, so like the fact they waited till a Kryptonian came to Earth and died. Don't even ma- like. Bro, the fact that you know that there's a Kryptonian was there, that right. would, should make them shook. Like, nah, we'll, we'll leave this alone. But like, how did all right? So they, so you know, Earth's mightiest heroes defeat Darkseid in this huge, massive battle, which we'll get into the battles scenes uh, later. Uh, but then he just bounces, doesn't try to come back. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like sneak in yeah. during the middle of the night or whatever like that. I'm just the fact that he doesn't know, like that, like that they're on Earth. He knew where they were. It, it, I mean, like he acted surprised. You know, when Steppenwolf found like, found them on Earth, it's like, oh, yo, the place where I left them. <laughs> you found them where <laughs> I left them. <laughs> I, it, I don't know, man. It, 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 it's leaps in logic, logic in a lot of this stuff. Like you know, even Aquaman, right? Uh, let's get into Aquaman real quick. The air bubbles. Like, that's one thing I can say James Wan did right. It's right. like, he had them, it looks like they're not holding their breath. It looks like they're breathing underwater. Right. It looks like they can, they can talk to each other without making air bubbles. Zack Snyder's movie, making air bubbles. Everything looks gray. Like, Atlantis looks like shit. Like, let's be real. It looks like shit. Like, in, in Aquaman, in his movie, Atlantis looks like a place I would want to see. It looks like... Beautiful. It looks like Six Flags on acid. Yes. And, like, I would want to dr- ride a giant seahorse. I want to ride a giant right. turtle. You know right. what I mean? Those have been lifelong dreams of mine. Right. So, like, yeah. Right. So, like, I don't understand why we watch this movie. Mira has a British accent, right? <laughs> Which I found uh, curious at best. Right. Uh, vocal has uh, long hair, which William Defoe should never have long hair. <laughs> William, William Defoe can do whatever he wants, man. But like he's always gonna look like William Defoe. Like, like he, I, I met William Defoe, and I told him, like, bro, you're like one of the greatest actors to ever do it. And he was like so humbled and so pleased. So like, right. it stands true. Like he's still great, but it's just the design, the costume design in this movie and BVS sucks, especially. My thing, real quick to BVS, Batman's suit sucks. It, like, that suit is straight from... Uh, Frank Miller. Yeah. And what works in a... Like, we learned the hard way. What works in a comic may not necessarily work in live action. Right. And a Hulk, like Batman, doesn't work in live action. Like, a type of Batman that works in live action is like a lean, muscular Batman. Right. Not like a roided up hulking. Plus, the bat symbol looks stupid. The ears are like little nubs. And like I could get past all of that, I'm just glad there's no guns this time. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, he still uses alien guns, right? But still, all right. It's aliens, guns. It's 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 it's, it's what it is. But how do you feel about the violence in this? Because this is the R-rated adult, quote unquote. How did I feel about the violence? And yeah. I didn't have a problem with it. Like it, they added the digital blood in some scenes. Like the battle scene. Uh, with uh, you know the Athenians and uh, Steppenwolf right. when he first steals the first mother box, right. it just went on too fucking long, man. I mean, that's a lot of this movie where I was just like, that's my biggest problem is that it's just poorly paced. Yeah, it was like, it was exhausting. Yes, yes. 
You know, it was it was like twenty was it like twenty five minutes long or something like that. I mean, we get an hour into this movie before we get a big exposition dump from Wonder Woman, and I was like, I said this to my brother yesterday watching. It. I was like, you know, they should have structured this like the first Lord of the Rings, where that exposition dump is right at the beginning of the movie, and yeah. you know what that does? That sets up the world. You get this crazy ass battle two minutes into the fucking movie, like the. Worlds of men and elves came right. together and you see them fight. And I remember seeing that movie because I had no idea what the fuck Lord of the Rings was. I never read the books. Right. And I remember seeing that in theaters. I was like, what the fuck is this? So I was like, bro, this movie just started and they already like was going at it. Yeah. Right. And the dude and then Sauron came out with the mace and was just like, blah, blah. I was like, that, that battle sequence in the Age of Heroes should have been the prologue. Mm hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they like. If you're going to make an epic like this, this should have been, you should have stole from the best. And well, here's, here's another thing. Uh, the parts didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. It's like, not even like chapters. It's like part one, and it's just a quote that someone says, and it's like, okay, but like, what's the theme? Like, what is the, what is going on here? And, and they're just, in varying length, too. Like, one part was only 20 minutes, and then the next part was, like, an hour and a half. Right. You know? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it was just, like, creative choices left and right, which just didn't make sense. You know what I absolutely hated? The ancient lamentations. Yes. yes. Every time. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Oh, my God. Sound like Xena, Warrior Princess. <laughs> yeah. And every time she stepped like I think, uh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't even. I don't. I, don't, I can't. Yeah. Even, I don't. I don't know either. I don't even know because it's not like, in. It's not in his version of BVS. Uh, neither one of Wonder Woman movies have that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like the fact that they decided to stick that in, I was just like, man. And I get it once or twice. I get it once or twice. Snyder, you know? it's Snyder going full Snyder, man. That's like the. <laughs> right. Another another creative choice. Uh, the slow motion. It's it's, it's too much. It's too much. This movie would have been three hours if they got rid of the slow motion for no fucking reason. Well, somebody like, asked the DP. They're like, why so much slow motion? And he just said, hey, it's Zack Snyder. Honestly, he's just like, <laughs> at that, he's like, if you're making a Zack Snyder movie, you're expect to do slow motion. He's just like, it's just Zack Snyder, man. He's like, I, I have no control over that. And the flur the flur like the flourishes in the slow motion like that. I cannot get over the 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 macro shot of the sesame seed going off flying off the bun towards the camera when the truck driver is reaching for his big mac i mean that, i didn't need all that i didn't need that that would have been a cool sequence had we had a flash movie before that right right because uh my, somebody else pointed this out. They're like Barry Allen, and it's a cool. It's very cool to see he's moving so fast that the glass he just touches it. Right, glass right. shatters. But why? If you're moving that fast, he, my my boy pointed out, why not just open the fucking door? Like, why create more? Especially since your shoes, you're moving so fast, your, your shoes, shoes burn. And which, I love that. I love that. And I love that when he stops himself in the asphalt. Right. The asphalt, of the street is just crumbling. But my thing is, if he's moving that fast, right, that his shoes burned off and all that shit, right. why is his clothes still on? Because he built that suit because, you know, the right. clothes. Okay. You know? Okay. You know? All right. You know? All right. A, so now we're nitpicking. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's just for me, simple logic. It's just stuff I, if I was making this, I would have thought of. Okay. Just saying. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. But you All know, right. you've got you've got some you know, you 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 have some uh, background <laughs> with that kind of stuff. So I got you. You, you know, you know, it's just. Uh, yeah, but watching that, I was like, this is a very cool sequence. Uh, sets up Barry's powers for people who don't know Barry right. and what mm-hmm. he can do. But we definitely needed a Flash movie before this because you're talking to his dad and you just, you're so just like, like okay. All right. All right, so he's just visiting his dad yeah, in like, jail. Yeah. I would love to see a Flash movie of him getting to know his powers, how to use his powers. He's building the suit. He's like... Right, like unlike Batman where we've spent the last... 50 years yes. reinventing the, the uh, going over the same uh, you know, origin story. Right. You know, Flash, I'd love to see the Flash's origin story. I'd love to see Cyborg's origin story, like, like in a full-fledged out movie. Because the Flash movie would have been a perfect way to end it is he goes to visit his dad in jail. He's like, dad, I promise I'm going to get you out of prison. Right. And so we get to this movie and he's like tired of hearing that promise from right. his son. Like, yo, just go live your life. I'm tired of hearing this. So it makes sense. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And even Aquaman, because you have vocal and uh, mirror, they show up a lot and you're just like, oh, there's no context to any of this. And, and the only thing that helps this movie is that the Aquaman movie came, came out. out. Right. But the problem is the Aquaman movie takes place, place after, after when it really right. should have took place before this one, right? Yeah. So when they show up, you're just hearing a bunch of stuff. You're just like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I don't care. And it, like this literally leads directly into his movie because he's he gets on a truck. He's like, I'm going to go see my dad. And that's how the Aquaman movie opens up. He goes and sees his dad. Right, and right. gets drunk with his dad after he saves uh, the world. Well, after he saves the world, and then he saves that uh, submarine full of dudes, oh, where I he for, meets I Black for, Mana. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Also, can we talk about <laughs> the music real quick? Because I know the music is awful. I remember uh, that sequence in the tunnels where they're going up in there, and they're right. scoping out the place. They're walking up a flight of stairs, and you just hear, like, metal guitar goes going, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, bro, they're walking upstairs, man. Like, <laughs> man. Like you said, he can't do anything subtle, man. It's like, do you even cinema, bro? Do you even cinema? Do you even know? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's weird to me how the continuity in this universe works. Like, the only thing that connects together besides BVS and this is the Aquaman movie. Because even Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984, she's all over the place, right? right. She goes to the Middle East. She's running around D.C. doing all types of shit. So when we get to Man of Steel, when Superman shows up and reveals himself to the world, I'd be like, okay, so this is just another Tuesday because you have uh, Wonder Woman who was for years running around doing all types of stuff. Right, right. Right. And then you got a dude who's a giant bat literally branding people, which is insane. Branding people. In, in, in Gotham City. So I'd just be like, okay, so this is just another Tuesday. Sure, man. Right. You know what I mean? At this point, okay, cool. I got to get to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, like the logic in this universe just doesn't match up. Which, real quick, if I, because Commissioner Gordon pops up in this movie and it's for cool. Like, like for like 30 seconds, yeah. And it's cool because he's kind of burnt out. He's like, yeah, whatever. Right, right, like, right. Batman will figure it out and I just want to do my shit and go home. At what point, like, if I was Commissioner Gordon and BVS was going on, right. I would, like, hunt Batman down. Because I'd be like, bro, 
we were cool. We were friends, but like, yo, you're branding people and the people you you're branding people so they could get murdered in prison. Like, bro, I got to put you in jail now. Like, come on, right, man. Like right. you, you, at this point, you're a straight up criminal, bro. Like you were supposed to be on my side. Like, I understand they bad guys, but we can't be like straight up murdering. This is murder, bro. And I'm like, I'm an accessory to murder now. So like, <laughs> <laughs> like that is psychopathic. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I forgot all about the branding. Yeah. Of the, the bat brand, the bat brand. Like where did, where did that come I from? Don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, how do you turn uh, an already dark character? Even darker, even darker. And the thing that doesn't make sense, when he's first introduced, the cops are like looking at the ceiling and they see him in the corner and he's chilling on the ceiling in the corner. And right. when he escapes, he like, it's like almost inhuman the way he crawls on the ceiling and goes through the hole in the ceiling. I'm like, no human, I don't care what type of human you are, no human's gonna move like that. Well, you know, he's got all sorts of technology, man. He's that makes him look like a fucking he went into centipede. His, he went into his bat utility belt and he put on the, the sticky fingers. And he's but uh, but just the way he was moving, I'm like, no human moves like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially if like Spider Man be- moves like a human when he's climbing up the walls. Well, especially if you've established that, that he's an older, burnt bat, out, bur- yeah. burnt out Batman. Yes. He's not move. He's not moving like. Yes. That, yes. You know? Yeah, man. I mean, we watched. I watched that trailer for the new Batman, uh, and that's going to be rated R, which is fine because you know you can do R rated Batman. I I don't want a Batman that's less than our, you know. I want I want that he's he's a brawler. I mean, yeah, you know, he right? beats the he beats criminals to death. Yes. with his bare hands. That can't be PG. I mean, I've watched that trailer for the new Batman a hundred times where he beats the bricks off that dude at the end. And right. He's still moving like a normal dude. You know what I'm saying? Like who? Like I love that shit where he's like. Who are you? He's like vengeance. He snaps the dude's arms. He's like, blah, 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 blah. Like, it hits him like three more times yes. just to make sure. Yeah, man. Like, I, I'm excited for Robert Pattinson's Batman. I, you know what? I, before I saw the trailer, I was like, Robert Pattinson? Really? But it was Matt Reeves who, when they announced Matt Reeves, and this was before he was finished with Apes, that Matt right. Reeves was coming on and taking over. I was like, all right, I'm all in because Matt Reeves. His apes movies are they 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 are so good, especially War. Like War is amazing. Like I don't understand how War didn't get some awards burn. I'm surprised Matt Reeves it doesn't get more love. Yeah, like he came on the scene with Cloverfield, and say what you will about found footage movies, uh, it is one of the best found footage movies that has ever been out there. You know, like especially a, a kaiju movie. You know, like the, it's it's uh, agreed. It, yeah, you know, and right. like all all of his apes work, but I'm surprised he's not getting more love. Hey, he he got this trilogy, and you know what? Ben Affleck didn't get to make his trilogy just because he was so burnt out on Zack Snyder's and right. the whole. Because I know it's now come out that he wanted to stage a walk off because shit got so bad with Josh Whedon that they were just like, "Yo, we should walk off." Obviously that didn't happen, right. but uh, his he he was making his Batman movie, and from what I keep hearing about his Batman movie, I wish he made it because it sounds cool. It's in the way this version of Justice League ends sets up that movie that right. he was going to make, and that movie would have been amazing. But it's at the same time, it's just like, oh, man, y'all should have gave him more time, and that's the problem. Like I remember him saying, like, "Yo, they are not giving me enough time." Meanwhile, they signed Matt Reeves, and and. That was like what 
five, four years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's he gets to take his sweet ass time. So I'm just like, what what happened? Why does Matt Reeves get the time, but you guys want to give the time to the dude playing Batman? That, right. That doesn't make sense to me. Because they, they they they're playing by their own they're playing by their own rules. They, they've got no rhyme or reason. But let's talk about like you know we're, we're offshooting all these other movies. Let's let's stick on Justice League. But let's get to the end because we could deconstruct everything. Right, right, right. Let's talk about that fucking prologue. Ep- epilogue. Epilogue. Should have ended when Superman ripped off his shirt. Right. Cut to black. Roll credits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead, we get uh. A basically like, hey, you guys demanded this, so how about if I give you, you know, a preview of Justice League 2, so that way maybe I can get this made, too. Right, it's the cinematic equivalent of blue balls. Right, 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 right. You know, it's just... The nightmare from uh, BVS is paid off. The the little uh, weird-ass dream with the Flash is paid off. Right. But it's not satisfying. It's just like, eh, here's some more stuff. And it's just going back to that oppressive tone from BVS. And I'm just like, I didn't like it the first time. Right. Why do I want more of it now? Like it. And like the, 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 that, the interaction between the Joker. Yes. And yes. Batman. Yes. Uh, I will fucking kill you. Like every time they say fuck in these movies, it feels forced. It felt right. forced in BVS and the R rated BVS. It felt forced when Cyborg says it to Wonder Woman. Right. And it felt forced when Ben Affleck says it to uh, Jared Leto's Joker. Like it's just in there because, you know, again, I make movies for adults. Else, right. You know, like, do you even cinema, bro? Yeah, like, you know, at, at this point, I'm just like, okay, man, sure. You know, I just. Uh, and then the, the, I thought that was it, right? I thought right, he was yeah. gonna wake up and just be like, "That was it." But then we go a step further, and Martian Manhunter is back again. And they already set up Martian Manhunter with uh, oh. Henry Lennox, right. who plays the general from Man of Steel and BVS in this movie. And I'm just like, this would have been cool if you had at least even remotely hinted to it, and you don't. Right. And if you never read a comic. Imagine like, just being a dude watching this and be like, like who's who, that, yeah, who's, who's that green motherfucker? Yeah, who yeah. is this? Right. Like even even what like at the end where he's like, oh, you call me Martian Manhunter, you'd still be like, okay, but <laughs> right. like, just like oh, oh, okay, <laughs> oh, right, yeah, right. right. That it just doesn't get me excited for anything. Like the the way I will say this is, uh, if you're gonna watch this, watch the Justice's Gray Cut because uh, this movie's already grayscaled and lacking color anyway, and right. this movie is shot for black and white because there's watching this yesterday i was like this is actually very beautiful in black and white well, like i mean it, even even all the media on hbo uh max is in black and white like the poster is a black and white poster yeah so yeah. like it, it, it it's it's watch the black and white version because visually at least visually you'll be like wow this is beautiful um it's a good looking movie yeah and like i'm gonna say this again i did not hate the movie Oh yeah, yeah. I it, it it just like if BVS is a steaming pile of shit, this is just like some craft macaroni and cheese. Like I, you know what I mean? It's 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 enjoyable. It's it's fun enough, but I can't remember any of it. Yeah, because it's it's so long. I took a nap the first time I watched it. I had to take a nap at the two hour mark. And you know what, man? The thing is, here we are years later. Because if had this come out in theaters. Like his, like even a three, two, let's say even a two and a half hour version, right. it still would have flopped just because people still had the bad taste of BVS in this mouth. And even though this is lighter in tone, so much lighter in tone than yeah. BVS, 
it's still not the tone that most people want from these type of movies, right? Right. Because even the R-rated films they put out since have been pretty light in tone, like Harley Quinn's light in tone. It's an R-rated movie. Uh, Suicide Squad, basically like an action comedy, right? right. So uh, this, this I, I'm just like, okay, if, if the thing that, the reason why I'm not mad is just because this is not canon anymore. This is not what's going to define a generation of superheroes. Like kids can't watch this. Like a movie with Batman, The Flash, Wonder Woman, Aquaman shouldn't be rated R just off principle. They're kid children's characters. And that's what's funny about a lot of these Snyder fans. They're like, well, these are these aren't for children. But I'm like, they're children's fucking characters. It's a comic book. you You can enjoy it as an adult. Yes. But it should still comic comic books should inspire hope. Yes. You know, uh, it, it should give you parables. Yes. And life lessons and stuff like that. Like anyone who uh, watches an X, read an X-Men comic or watched an X-Men movie and didn't, you know, see that that's just pretty much an allegory for the civil rights movements in the 60s. You know, you're not getting it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, the fact, uh, like I said, if this was going to continue and just be something on HBO Max, I'd be okay because this is this is not what they're spending all their money on. Because right. at a point, at a certain point, I remember me and you were specifically we were pissed that this was going to be it for possibly decades. You know what I mean? Imagine a decade, especially through Trump right. and a pandemic. And we're sitting here like, okay, I couldn't escape with a Superman movie. You watch these movies and you're just like, that's not going to help anybody's right. mental health, man. I'm going to tell you that right now. So like, I'm, I'm glad. So let this be, if, if this is successful enough to continue, let it continue on HBO max. Have this be some else worlds. Right. Bullshit. I, and, I'm cool with it. And like, I, I'm kind of sick of this, like this whole entire Snyder verse. Like oh, break, like yeah. resurrect the Snyderverse yeah, yeah, bullshit, yeah, and it's like, man, uh, yeah. like I said, you can't give him a terrorist. Yeah, man. He says he makes movies for adults, but he has his Netflix movie coming out at the end of the month, and that looks goofy as fuck. Right, Army of the Dead, and it looks kind of cheap. And then I was like, wait a minute, his movies always look good. Why doesn't this look like? And I looked at it. He's he was the DP on it. Was he? Yes. Oh, yes. Also. Okay. Real quick about the tone of this movie, my brother told me because I just remembered this. My brother told me that uh, since BVS is from Batman's point of view, that's why the movie's so dark and gray. And because he's hopeful in this one, mm-hmm. that's why mm-hmm. it's brighter and okay. lighter in tone. Okay, bro, this is the type of dude. That's, okay. that's the type of that's his logic <laughs> of thinking, right? That's the logic of thinking you're getting with Zack Snyder. It's not subtle. You're not going to get anything that is allegorical in a good way. You're going to get on the nose. This is what I'm telling you. This is what I mean. Even through the needle drops, he has to make sure reinforce his point. Right. right? right. Because, again, the dude who did Watchmen and his Watchmen movie is a it's like 300. It is is, is, a recreation shot for shot, but it lacks the commentary of what the comic was trying to say. Like he understood the story, but not the context the of nuance. the story. Yes. 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 So that, 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 that's, that's Zack Snyder is just like pretty visualist. Uh, like, and like nothing story. It, it, 
the thing is, when you read articles about Zack Snyder and you read, you know, like interviews with him, he seems like a nice, yeah, humble guy. And you hear just about like, it. like, you know, just, you know, making yeah. movies and you're like, hey, I, I lucked out. But then you look at his online presence. Yes. And it reminds me of a jacked up Kevin Smith. Yes. You know how yeah. Kevin Smith, like, like any kind of criticism, he takes as a personal attack. Yes. Yes. You know, and if you're going to create art, if you're going to be in the public like that, you have to be willing to, to, to like know and realize that you're not going to be for everybody. Yes. Yes. And some people are going to hate you for reason. And some people are going to hate you just because, you know, yes, but you're still making movies. You're still winning. Yeah, because you're in a position that anybody would kill for. Right. The thing is, there's people who love Sucker Punch. Like, like, say I made Sucker Punch. Critics hate it. A lot of most of the world hate it, but it does have its fans. If one person likes it and came up to me and said, hey, man, I'm actual I'm a real big fan of Sucker Punch. I'd be like, okay, one person liked it. I did my job. That's it. Like the right. fact that at least somebody liked my fucking movie, awesome, right? Right, but I think you that, won. But I think that also sort of feeds into fan toxicity because, all right, so one person liked that movie, right? Right. They spent a hundred million dollars on that movie for me to like it. Uh, for one person yeah, to like yeah. it. And so that feeds into that whole entire, like, uh, you know, justified anger because these movies are just for me. They spent all this money to make me happy. And I think that's kind of, that's where you get that toxicity. Right, right, right. right. You know? Right. Um, and I don't know how to stop that. Because it's it's the echo chamber of the internet now, and it goes again to the online bullying thing. Because I've endured I've endured it right. from just random people. And think about this, man. Like I don't want to spend my time arguing with people who have no reason. Because these people have no reason. Right. When you're coming at me and I don't know you, you don't know anything about me, and you're calling me all types of names. That's a lot of hate in your heart over a fucking movie. Right. And I just never forget. On Facebook, there was my boy. I'm not going to say his name, but I remember posting. I was like, yeah, I didn't like Sucker Punch. I hated it. And some ladies who he was friends with started making personal attacks against me. And I'm like, "Okay, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. And why are you doing this? And she said, you attack something I love. And that's the problem right there. Right. You can't separate art from reality because this is not it's a movie. It's not your friend. It's not your family member. It's a piece of cinema right. that you have no personal attachment to other than you liked it. Right. Like, you can love it. Right. I don't have to love it. Yes, but like exactly. My, like, my dislike for it should not affect your love for it. Exactly. Exactly. If you love the movie, God bless. Go, go with God. Enjoy it. But, like, don't come to me. On a personal level. Right. Right. And I think that's I think that's the biggest problem with consuming media in in general now and like the the way we consume we communicate because especially now since we've all been isolated mm-hmm. for so long you know because of the pandemic mm-hmm. uh i think 
we are we are taking ownership of things right that you just bought a ticket for right you don't own it you paid for it right exactly (laughs) and i think that's the problem i think that's that's where you know people are getting uh, a little bit uh, weird crazy over yes it's like you think because you paid for it they owe you something yes 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 you know and that's not that's not the way the world works and if you want to if you want to have a lasting impact on your movie if you're a fan as as a fan you want to have a conversation not start an argument right and that's how i try to approach stuff now is like I'm going to have a conversation with you. When people tell me, oh, you're not fun to argue with. I, was, I don't want to argue. argue. I got I was, other shit I can, I got to do. I'd rather have a conversation with you and get something out of it. than you get angry or I get angry over a movie, man. That's it. That's what's, uh, <laughs> all right. So we're talking movies. Yeah, we're talking. Uh, so uh, my name is Jeff. This has been Brandon. We have spent the last two hours. I don't even know what we're talking about, man. It was just diary of the mouth. Well, well, well it's, DC, DC and WB. This is how how we got to Justice League. What we thought of Justice League. It, it it's it is what it is. It if is. You, a, if it you're is gonna watch it, watch the Justice is great. I didn't hate it. You gotta let Zack Snyder go full Snyder. Yeah, just like just if you take anything from this, let Snyder go full Snyder. So are you gonna watch Army of the Dead? Well, fuck yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. So uh, I like I love when he does zombie movies. Well. That's true. It's his, it is his best movie. So, folks, if you like this episode enough, I, I guess... I guess we'll do it again. Army of the Dead, yeah. right? Yeah, Army of the Dead. Let's just watch... You know, are, is that what we're going to do? We're just going to watch all Zack Snyder movies and just talk shit well, out? Well, is that well, what we're going to do? We might do one before that if you guys like this, but I guess we if you do like it, we'll come back enough and do Army of the Dead. I mean... Right, we talk. We'll talk about Godzilla versus it's, Kong next time. It's, it's Snyder unleashed, as he said. It's me unleashed, which sounds like a fucking threat. So, and that's where we'll leave you. <laughs> All right, uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Film Blurs podcast. Man, I just love what you guys do, man. I never miss an episode. It's the best. It's my favorite podcast. Follow Jeff on IG on Mindfire XL and Brandon on Twitter at BJN Tweets. 